0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is our third night of celebrating Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the Feast of Tabernacles, and uh, this little known holiday, Holy Day, uh, which teaches the people of God not to rush off, but to tarry one more day if you will, with the Lord. Shemini, Azrat Numbers chapter 29 verse 35. On the eighth day, this is the day after Sukkot the Feast of Tabernacles. Ye shall have a solemn assembly. Ye shall do no servile work therein. The seven days of Sukkot that in with Hosha'na Rabbah are immediately followed by another holiday called Shemini Azaret, referred to in the Torah at Numbers 29.35. Simply as the eighth day of assembly the sages interpreted this to mean that God asks all who made pilgrimage for Sukkot to tarry, to tarry a little while longer at which comes from the Hebrew root word meaning to hold back, hold up a minute, don't be in a rush to leave off from the presence Of the Lord have one more solemn assembly to show your sincerity that you're not just going through the motions with him one additional day with the Lord and uh, ladies and gentlemen never be in a rush when you're in the presence of the Lord Hold up a minute and uh, tarry for a little while longer. I think the next time we see the word tarry or hear the word tarry is in the book of Acts, if I'm not mistaken. And then we heard it again uh, at, in the Pentecostal Holiness Churches while growing up you had to tarry to get saved. They did not understand the truth of the gospel back in those days when they did that and made us get on the mourners bench and tarry which meant you had to say Jesus over and over and over again and and the faster you would say it In their mind, you would get it. But I was not fooled by that. I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't believe in what they were doing for some reason. I cannot explain that other than God. Do you hear me? They did the best they knew how to do in trying to get my soul saved, but they were incorrect. Uh, you you must understand the importance of being correct when it comes down to the salvation of lost souls. Because after I got baptized, and they were trying to get me to speak in tongues by saying Jesus, 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 uh, uh, thousands of times, hundreds of times. Those of you who've been on the mourners bench in the old Pentecostal holiness churches, you know what I'm talking about you had to get on that mourner's bench and you had to tarry and by calling on the name of Jesus Christ which was uh, unbiblical Um, Jesus in fact preached against that but that's what they did and and that has nothing to do with the Holy Scriptures Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, uh, tonight that pretty much closes out our magnificent weekend in time around the Jewish holidays that land in September much of the time and sometimes the last two that we have dealt with in fact this year will be in October. and uh, but it's always good to learn about the foundation of our christian faith so with that ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in christ jesus family friends and foes and even foes in the family and the standing between the living and the dead prayer devotional memorial, family and evangelistic service. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number six hundred and thirty where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order this unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. A non-fiction story. Everything in the Bible is true and real. It is the most truest book of all time. today we are reading Proverbs chapter 23 verses 21 through 30 Proverbs chapter 23 verses 21 through 30 preacher I thought since you have been a fan of the Dallas Cowboys since 1968 you would be watching the football game tonight well, the Dallas Cowboys need prayer, to say the least. <laughs> and, uh, and in my opinion, they'll do better if they leave Dak on the sideline and let Rush go ahead on and do what he's going to do. He doesn't have the same talent level, but he may have that thing that I told you about before. So don't worry about it. Uh, uh, I love the Lord way more than I love my Dallas Cowboys Uh, and you should do the same and and don't get your hopes up this year shall we pray Holy Father God I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ and Holy Father God I praise you and I thank you for this past day and what you allowed us to do uh, and what you allowed us not to do I thank you Holy Father God for the rest that you gave my old body from preaching twice on yesterday I praise you and I thank you for the great services that you gave us on yesterday. Lord, it is still amazing to me how that and how you show up and you show out by the power of your grace, by the power of your Holy Ghost. And thank you for showing me a long time ago that you're the one who produces great services, we don't. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, help everybody under the sound of my voice to pray for the thing that is most needful today is for us to pray. And holy father god grant me and all of us your energy your strength your grace your unction and your anointing your freedom your liberty and the power of your holy spirit to pray to read your holy word to teach your holy word to preach your holy gospel and holy father god I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and the many and the manifold uh, blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through every day of our lives, every hour of every day. Lord, help us. To not take one day for granted, not one hour, not one minute that you have given us and blessed us in it, even though we didn't deserve it. Lord, your love is just too much. As my father and my mother used to say many years ago, which was when they used the word too much, it was an extremely positive thing. Uh, Lord, we can't even handle your outpouring of love for us. Our bodies cannot really uh, contain the fullness of it. This is why we find ourselves shouting and weeping. Because our cup runneth over as the old saints used to say. And so, Lord, and I don't want you to get me started here tonight either. (coughs) Please, I do not like weeping tears of joy uh, in front of people. Lord, in passing today, I heard something that was the strangest thing. As I was flipping through the channels, a cartoon character asked, May I weep tears of joy? I said, Wow, that's right where I'm at. And I immediately thought about you and how you move upon our hearts and make our hearts weep tears of joy because of how much you have loved us how much you love us how much you have brought us through how much you do and how you deal with us and I give you the glory the praise and the honor for all of the sunrisings and sunsets that are in my mind, flooding my mind right now, the precious memories of the thousands of days you have given to me with such great fullness of blessings. Now, Lord, I pray that you will uh, let me be and let me do what you have called me to do and so Holy Father God uh, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us and Holy Father God I thank you for my children and I and many others Uh, having our longest Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur combined together with the Feast of Tabernacles and Shemini Shemini Azaret for the first time we uh, did them all together understanding that they firm they form the foundation of the wonderful christianity that you have wrought through your holy son the lord jesus christ sadly though lord even though it is not even recognizable to the early church people and so holy father god i do pray thank you for these blessings anyway and holy father god i pray that you would indeed Tears of joy, folks, it's just, I don't have any control over it. But when God, when God has been good to you like he's been to me, you'll know what I'm talking about. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help me to get it together. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, that you would have continued mercy and grace upon uh, everybody who is saved in my family, in this country and around the globe. And for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us. Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and fill us all afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we will not sin against you. In any way, shape, form, or fashion, in word, thought, or deed, crucify our flesh and the old man within us, those of us who are saved, and fill us with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit, that we would not walk in the flesh, but walk in the Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That you would deliver us who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Help us all to learn more about your kingdom. And Lord... For those of us who are saved tonight in my family in this country and around the globe grant us your grace your strength and your help to truly humble ourselves before you to pray to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins and to get back to you our first love And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost. I still pray for uh, the salvation of my own wife, Marika White. I pray that you would not give her rest until she comes to know you as Savior and believes in you and becomes born again. Crush and crucify, Lord, her flesh. And uh, Lord, fill her with your Holy Spirit, that she would become a new creature in Christ. I pray for her mother, my mother, her siblings, and my siblings, and other people in our families who are not saved, uh, but are religious, but lost, and in this country and around the globe, where obviously many people uh, are religious but not saved, not born again. And so have your Holy Ghost, Lord, to move mightily as only you can to bring all of this to come to pass with the preaching of the gospel so that they can hear the gospel and be saved. And so, Lord, we pray for people around the globe to come to know your Savior, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. and uh, all around the globe there is so much pain because of the sins of the church because of our foolishness we have not done what you told us to do that's just the reality nobody wants to admit it but we have failed you and thus we have failed our neighbors we have failed our nation and we have failed the world with our sins, foolishness, abominations, and hypocrisy. God, all I can pray is have mercy and grace upon all of our souls. We do thank you for your remnant, and that's all it is. We thank you, Lord, for your 7,000. We thank you, Lord, for uh, uh, your faithful few. Instead of, Lord, one church having 7,000 members, it may very well be that the whole world only has 7,000. Lord, the way things have gone and the way things are going. I hope that that's different than what I just said, and only you know. And, um, Holy Father God, thank you for revealing Uh, the tares and the false prophets over the past few years and uh, thank you for showing us a real picture of what the church looks like and we are the worst Laodicean church in the history of the world in in my humble view but you know better than I and uh, yet we have people who are trying to pretty it up and act like everything is all right in the church when it's not. So holy Father God, I do pray that you would for those who of us who are saved uh, lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls and spirits and fill us tonight with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart and Holy Father God I pray tonight that you would deliver those of us who are saved from all uh, tribulations and trials and temptations and tests and tensions Uh, distresses and uh, uh, afflictions as only you can only when you're ready and when you uh, believe that we're ready Uh, Lord please do not take us out of anything that is breaking us and making us and molding us to be more humble and to be more like you Uh, and we pray also that you would deliver us from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems and troubles and difficulties that we are facing. Thank you, Holy Father God, at the same time while you are rebuking us and chastising us and punishing others. As we prayed earlier today, So that some would get saved and some would come back to you as your children. We thank you for remembering mercy and grace and love. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how or why you put up with us other than the fact that you love us. (coughs) I have no clue. But I do give you the glory, praise and honor for it and I thank you for it. And I pray now Lord tonight that you will bless and protect all of my family members especially I pray for all of my children Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Elizabeth, Duran, Danielle and Kwaziel all of my offspring I commit into your hands let your will be done and all of their lives, help them all to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith, save their souls and fill them all with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for giving me the privilege to raise my children in the way that I did. And I thank you for giving me peace that I left it all on the field for your glory, praise and honor, and for them. And it's a wonderful, wonderful peace and feeling. And I do pray that, Lord, you would protect us all, not only our family, but all other families listening to me tonight, and participating tonight, and around the country, and around the globe. Uh, Lord, uh, protect us all tonight from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole armor of God and uh, surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us in our spirits, our souls, our minds, our hearts, in the precious blood of Christ. And make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And give us continual sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And I do pray tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do believe that my wife, Marika White, is demon-possessed. And others in our family have the same issues. It is, no doubt, a generational curse that comes down on both sides of our family. And I pray that you will not only cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her, uh I don't even believe at this point she has the strength or the mind to pray uh, for herself regarding that. And so, Lord, I pray that you would do this in the lives of all of our family members who have this issue. Uh, and I pray that you would re- you would cast the Satanic demonic spirit of Judas. Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of the lives of my wife and people in our family who have this manifest issue and Lord to give us sweet victory over the world the flesh and the devil pride stubbornness witchcraft and rebelliousness uh, For as I told my wife even today one of the reasons why I know that she is not saved. is because of what you said. If you love me, keep my commandments. And one commandment that my wife, Marika White, has never kept on a consistent basis is that, and this is a New Testament commandment of yours, and that is to submit to her husband to this very day after 34 years and uh, it is the evidence of her not being a saved person just that one thing but there are many other things as you know and as she knows and so and we uh, see it cropping up in the lives of others in our family as well and so I pray that you would give her and give all of us sweet victory over the world the flesh and the devil and the demons of hell Uh, set her free as you have done others in Jesus Christ's name I do pray uh, and have all that we do and say to be done for your glory your praise and your honor and for the lifting up of your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ who died for our sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by your power. Uh, my faith looks up to you. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. sake. Amen. Right here. These are tears of joy, folks. If you're born again, if you're saved, you know about it. Now, this is my favorite drink in the world very simple concoction you may have heard about it and you can put honey in it but I like stevia better every now and then I'll I'll put some honey in it clean pure water a half of lemon squeezed with your bare hands Maybe I'll get on Amazon and get me a lemon squeezer one day. And some apple cider vinegar with the mother. And some stevia. Good, pure, real deal stevia. And that's my drink right there. And... And it will do wonders for you. The best drink you can drink after a meal, and uh, oftentimes I'll have a glass of dry red wine, I will drink that afterwards. But if you just had a good meal, maybe a little heavy on the sauces or whatever the apple cider vinegar with pure water half a lemon preferably organic if you can stand it and some stevia or some honey. You will never have to buy any indigestion medication or anything like that in your life that drink right there will take care of it anyway that's free ladies and gentlemen I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing thus saith the Lord the Word of God the Holy Bible at Proverbs chapter 23, verses 21 through 30. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old buy the truth and sell it not also wisdom and instruction and understanding the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him thy father and thy mother shall be glad and she that bare thee shall rejoice. My son give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. For a whore is a deep ditch and a strange woman is a narrow pit. She also lieth in wait as for a prey and increaseth the transgressors among men. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine, shall we pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your holy word. And Lord, I pray that you will grant us your grace and your strength, your wisdom and your knowledge and your understanding to understand your holy word and to apply it to our lives, to comprehend it and to obey it and then Lord uh, be positioned by you to disciple others to teach others in informal ways and formal and to preach and to proclaim your holy gospel so that others may come to know you as Savior before it is eternally too late In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, as we move to our next segment, Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 175. Episode one hundred and seventy five, by the way, and we're at Psalm eighteen ten. And he rode upon a cherub, and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. There is inimitable grandeur in this verse, Dr. Spurgeon says. Under the mosaic system, the cherubim are frequently represented as the chariot of God. Hence Milton in Paradise Lost, pardon me, writes of the Great Father, he on the wings of Cherubim, uplifted in paternal glory, rode far into chaos. Without speculating upon the mysterious and much disputed subject of the cherubim, it may be enough to remark that angels are doubtless our guards and ministering friends, and all their powers are enlisted to expedite the rescue of the afflicted. He rode upon a cherub and did fly. Nature also yields all her agents to be our helpers, and even the powers of the air are subservient. Yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. The Lord comes flying when mercy is his errand, but he lingers long when sinners are being wooed to repent. The flight here pictured is as majestic as it is swift. Flying all abroad is Sternhold's word, and he is not far from correct. As the eagle soars in easy grandeur with wings outspread without violent flapping and exertion, so comes the Lord with majesty of omnipotence to aid and to help his own. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your divine help, your love, your grace and your mercy to such wretched human beings as we are. Thank you Lord for helping us when we pray and sometimes Lord even when we don't pray you always come through thank you for your word that says ask and ye shall receive seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you in Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake Amen now tonight ladies and gentlemen we move to the family section where we deal with the commandments to the husband as we dealt with the commandments to the wife on yesterday afternoon in Ephesians chapter 5 verses 25 through 32 these are commandments the commandments that you heard me pray about earlier that I reminded my wife of just today and when I told her, I, one of the reasons why I believe that you are not saved is because you did not obey for the past 34 years God's commandments to you. And contrary to my sweet evangelical teacher brethren, it's really not contingent upon me, the husband, just like... Uh, My behavior towards my wife is not contingent upon what she does These are individual commandments to God and it has been false teaching and a lie to tell Husbands that it depends on how you treat her whether or not she responds to you and submits to you It depends on how you treat your husband whether or not he responds to you a certain way and so forth. All of that is humanistic teaching. That's not biblical. Because if that was the case, I wouldn't even be married. We would not be married if that was the case. God's love has to be there from somebody to make it work and last for 34 years. And it's not that that's the greatest sin that she's committed. But the constant disrespect, bad attitude, uh, rebelliousness, stubbornness, witchcraft, stealing from her husband, and all of that, not, you see, you're feeling some pain by my telling you that, you know why? Because you see yourself. My wife is right here helping me in the ministry. As she's done for the past 34 years, not with excellence, but, you know, I made it clear to her, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That means that if you don't want to serve the Lord here, you need to find someplace else to go because that's what we're going to do here. And I meant it. And uh, uh, so it's not for her to hear. Now, I've already told her these things for 34 years. It is for you to hear. That's why I'm here. I'm not here to preach to her. Hopefully she'll get something from it. But she's already heard this a thousand times, over a thousand times. The reason why you feel some kind of way about it is because you feel guilty. Either whether you're a wife or a husband by not doing your part. And, and you, you have believed the lies of the sweet evangelicals that have told you. This is, this, sir, 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 you need to do this and you need to do that and this. You act this way. That's, that's all bull. Okay? It's nothing but bull. Has nothing to do with God in the Bible whatsoever. And we know it's nothing but bull because it has not worked. It has not worked and it does not work. Don't don't, don't look around. Keep looking at me because you can't find it working anywhere. Because that does not work. It has nothing to do with the Bible. It's nothing but manipulation. Men have been manipulated so long, for so many years. Now they manipulate their wives to hopefully get some vagina once a month. okay now my wife and I do not have the great wonderful romantic relationship where we go out on dates every week, and, and I have to do this I have to buy her a box of chocolates and I gotta buy some rose petals and I got to uh, uh, you know put rose petals on the bed buy her a ring buy her this and on I've never done that in 34 years and I know for a fact that I get more sex from my wife than all of you men some of you combined I know this for a fact because and I'm 62 just turned 62 and we had sex every day last week I know that may embarrass some of you but that's just reality uh, and I know many of you you're not even speaking to each other In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm launching something to help you out, because we, ha- we have already done it. That will help you with your diet, help you with your health, and, 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 help, and get you to getting it on in your bedroom. I, if, I, if I'm at 62 and can do it, you can do it. And it's focused primarily on the middle-aged folk who've been married a while, who, who, who pass each other like two ships in the night. Starting October the 1st, 21 days of sex. Uh, When you have the desire to eat a big old plate of fried chicken and collard greens with some hog in it, you have sex instead. And you don't eat anything but vegetables. If that, you don't need any pills either. I'm trying to help you out because see god has blessed you with one of the greatest gifts in the world which is sex inside marriage guilt-free it's not a blessing outside of marriage see the reason why i got married because i wanted to have excuse me sex as the bible talks about in first corinthians chapter 7 without guilt Because I did it uh, many other times before that, with guilt. Okay, and so this is one of the greatest gifts in life. And, and, And nothing, for most of you people who are saved, born again, and you claim to be a Christian, uh quite frankly nothing will help your relationship more than getting it on inside of marriage this is not for people who are single if you uh, want to have sex you need to get married in God's economy it's a violation of the law it's a violation of God's word it's not going to work and you're going to be feeling guilty all of the time and by the way you contrary to some of you people who think you have mighty powers you don't control the guilt the guilt is going to be on you because God is in charge of all of that how he made you and wired you now you can sear your conscience with a hot iron where you don't feel it as much but it's going to be there then you may enjoy the act for a little bit a little minute a little bit but uh, after a while, you're going to be feeling guilty after Bo Peep is gone. And after Sylvia is gone. And it's going to feel nasty. And, and, and the woman is going to feel nastier. She's going to feel even worse. Because she feels like she has been used and violated. On top of that. See. So I, what I want you to do. Cut the foolishness out. Stop the manipulation. Don't go out to dinner. That's the last place you need to go. Drink yourself plenty of water. Drink my drink. This will help clean the pipes out. That's all you need men. Get them pipes cleaned out. Stop, stop eating all that uh, fried chicken and steak for sure. I had a doctor and a nurse to tell me. No steak. That 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 see steak is kind of like wine. That's for special occasion. You can drink a little bit of wine if you of age. You my age and you fifty and above. You can drink a little wine with your meal. It, I, my doctors tell me it's good for you. Uh, not only verbally, but in writing, they told me that a red dry wine, like a cab, is good for you in moderation like the Bible says. That helps clean the pipes out down there as well, men, you don't need any pills. Because some of these pills you be taking, they, they, they make your sex like you're having you, you, you're having sex with a uh, rubber. Don't be embarrassed about sex. Stop looking at pornography, you you devil. Don't come looking stupid at me. Huh? Are you crazy? No, no, no. I can't believe he's saying this from the pit, And I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was going to say it. Well, you just got off the computer off your phone looking at pornography, you devil. You hypocrite. So don't come, don't come to me with that mess. You need to have sex, but you need to have it the right way. And this comes from a man who did it the wrong way and the right way. I've been on both sides. One of the reasons why my wife and I have not considered divorce, let me tell you something about marriage, when you you marry somebody. Even when, don't get mad, get glad, because I'm trying to help you. Even when they don't look as good as they used to, there is a bond between a man and a woman. And even if you're not in a wonderful, hunk dory wonderful, romantic, and the stars and the hearts are fluffing around and all of that, marriage. There's something about the, something, something on the inside that is like a magnet where the married people, they just still know how, And want to and desire to get it on because they do it in a certain way and they like it the way they do it and they do it and they so forth. And one of the reasons why we have not considered divorce is because of sex. Free sex without having to do this, that, and the other and 10,000 things and got to buy candy and got to buy flowers, got to take out on... No, 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 no. I feel sorry for you men who are doing that foolishness. You got that from the sweet evangelical brethren uh, who do that with their wives. Because they are intimidated by their wives. They're controlled and dominated by their wives. Everything in America is centered around the woman. Now, let me tell you something that Dr. Larry Reed said. Now I, I, He can get mad at me if he wants to. I know he said it. I have proof. Now, he may take the video now. Dr. Reed, Dr. Larry Reed said this right here. And I don't agree with it. I mean, I don't agree with the thing that's going on in this country. I do agree with his statement because I, I, I've seen it. If if the church does not bow if men in the church don't bow down to the gals and the gays You won't be able to do business you gonna It's it's not going to (laughs) work That's what he said Okay, that's what he said. I heard him say it and He's a person who would be in the know about that stuff Now I have always thought that's the case But I have never accepted it. Because it's wrong. But most pastors. Most deacons. Most trustees. Most men in the church. And this is the reason why the church is messed up. They kowtow and they are controlled and dominated. And manipulated. By their wives. Now everybody knows this. They don't want to say this. They have been pee whipped. And they're controlled by it. Now you take, you take Udoka. For example. Let me just say, touch on that. Now to, Udoka is a man. Okay. He's a real man. What he did was not real mannish to this other man. By taking advantage of his wife's Craziness over him. But he's the kind of Negro that will drive women crazy, but he's the kind of Negro that if you hook up with the, if you, some, there's some women who can take him down. He has, Udoka is a coach in between the Chicago Bulls coach, Phil Jackson, I think his name is, Uh, and... uh, the Chargers football coach he's a mixed a mix he's got psychological abilities I'm not shocked that that woman went crazy over him but I am a little bit shocked that he failed for the Okie doke that quick and that hard losing millions of dollars and a chance at a championship I, I, I thought he was smarter than that but there are some women who have a certain power and craziness about them that can match your craziness, and it drive you, it'll drive you over the cliff if you're not careful, pastor, preacher. Okay, there's some women who can put it on you that'll make you lose out on a million, millions of dollars, and a championship, and fame and fortune. So, listen to what I'm telling you. Stop the foolishness. Church folks who are married. Start having sex again. Uh, I, well, I don't, I don't like her anymore. And she, I believe she's even lost. We, we don't have anything in common. And uh, I don't like him and all. Well, you're married. That's the only one you're supposed to have sex with in God's sight. It's going to get jacked up like you do your doker's mess. And one of the, one of the great basketball players. Excuse me. He had to back up and apologize for dipping in it too quickly. He said, and, and, and for him to apologize like that. I'm very proud of him for doing that. I forget his name, but I mean, more. I mean, I mean, I I, 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 don't know many pastors who can apologize like this particular preacher did. He's a, and I guess I don't know. I don't know if they were threatening to take his job too, but uh, he, he got on Instagram and apologized big time, and did it like a man. He did it like a man. It's such a big situation and a bad situation. Look at Yudoka. Okay? So it's always going to unravel. It's always going to get messed up. And then Yudoka, doesn't, he doesn't understand the kind of black woman he's with. That kind of black woman is not going to put up with that at all. Not that one. Now his so-called girlfriend, I'm surprised they were even together. They, they don't even look right together to me. But she does. She she doesn't roll. Black women like that. She's an actor. They don't roll like that, huh? Look at me real good. They don't roll like that, man. You can't do that to them. Mm-mm. You may have had a good thing where you don't have it anymore. And now Yodoka does not have his fiance. Yodoka does not have this man's wife. And I don't know what this man gonna do. I but I believe he's gonna get paid. I don't know how he could take her back, but that's him. Some of the white brethren would take you back. I, I don't know how they do that, but like the Prime Minister of England. I didn't say much about it because men have been doing it for years. But she, she got in, she got hooked up with a crazy man who looked. If you saw him. He looks crazy, you know, he got crazy in his eyes. Women love that. They're crazy, crazy. And before she, she knew it, before they knew it, she broke her vows with the crazy man, who was, she was supposed to be teaching and training and showing the ropes. And he showed her the ropes. Okay. And I'm glad that the people still respect her and, and everything to make her Prime Minister you know so I mean uh, uh, Johnson can't say anything he he became a prime minister having divorced his wife and got another wife and gotten a baby coming and we don't know what's going on so nobody can say anything about it <laughs> but her husband took her back he looks kinda sheepish when he walks into the door and, and everything but um that's, that's them Let me move on, my beloved. And some of you women are saying, yeah, move on. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. Now, saved husbands know this. Yes, in a sense, you have to choose to love your wife. Otherwise, God would not have commanded it. However, God provides the help for you, the husband, to do that. And some of you wives, let me tell you something. If you have a born-again husband, if he's saved, you need to keep that man and stop trying to run that man off. Because a saved man may not love you in the romantic uh, Romeo and Juliet way that you want. All the time. But they will have the love of God in them for you. And that's the best thing for you and gave himself for it That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word Gentlemen pray with your wife if you love your wife and read the Bible with your wife stop leaving that up to her She's not going to do it like that Most wives are not going to lead in prayer and reading the Bible they're not going to do, it. and they're probably not going to do it on their own without you leading the way. And by the way, gentlemen, you need to lead the way in everything. Stop waiting for your wife to get sexy. Your wife can go listen. Listen to me. Your wife can go without it for a while. You can't. And then if you get her started, she can go a while and and she can pass you. uh, If you let her. But you need to get all of that started, sir. The spiritual part, prayer, and reading the Bible, and serving the Lord. Uh, And as as, uh, some poll has been taken, that people who are spiritual, who are saved, have better sex than those who are not i believe that's true i I don't have time to deal with all of that i just suffice it to say that when you have a whole lot of serious things and blocks taken care of and moved out of the way okay and you got peace and you got joy before you even have sex you got something to live for before you even have sex huh you got a higher purpose already And that too, to boot. Then the sex should be all right, and there'll be plenty of it. So take care of the spiritual stuff. See, Uh, pray with your wife. Get the devils and the demons cast out, and uh, pray for forgiveness of sin. Repent of sin lead her in prayer if you have children lead them in prayer prayer has a way to clear the air prayer has a way of clearing the air didn't mean to rhyme but sometimes I rhyme all the time verse 27 that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without Blemish. Somebody said, "You are a piece of work." A woman is a piece of work, and you got to work, son. You got to work. You have to be the husband, the gardener in her life, pulling up weeds of of uh, bitterness, roots of bitterness out of her heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and dealing with some other issues that may have happened. In her life, that makes her angry at you all of the time. You're the gardener now, not the not the father, not the mother. You, and you got you got to deal with whatever it is. And sometimes you have to rebuke. In fact, uh, some of the best sex is after you rebuke your wife and you know made her mad. There's nothing like a mad woman who's who that you have you having sex with her. Work it out. Some of the best sex you'll ever have. Some people call it makeup sex. I've never, we never had a makeup or anything because I was right. And I rebuked her and that was it. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and the sex has always been great after a good rebuking. Anyway, 28. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Do you love yourself? I know I love myself. I'm not. I'm not. Uh. I'm not like some of these preachers. Some of them are suicidal. I ain't never been suicidal, man. Thank God. I don't even know where that is. I love myself to kill, I love myself too much to kill myself. And how can you kill Jesus? Jesus? You said Jesus was living on the inside of you. Uh, he already died once. He don't want to die twice with you. No. No. That's the devil telling you that, man. I love myself, and so therefore I love my wife. In fact, let me just say this. As I said before, in the f- Christian family today, I don't believe the man is the main problem. I know the children are not the problem. I believe in the so-called American system today, and in the American church today, the wife is the main, and the mother uh, is the main problem and I know some of you women don't like it because you always want to blame the man or you want to blame your little crumb snatchers Mm -hmm. by the way the relationship between the father and children is far different than the relationship with the mother and the children growing up I don't have time to unpack that and I don't care if you like it or not it's true and you husbands who always take the wife's side you're wrong and your children want to hate you and their mother when they get older because you always took her side against them when she was mistreating them. I never did that. No sir. Uh, I don't care. I would get on her case. If she did some mess in front of them and hurt them and did not feed them, I got on her case in front of them. I sure did. You say, preacher, I don't like you. I don't care. I don't care less. But you, if, you, if you're going to be a loving father, you're not going to let your wife, the children's mother, hurt and lie on those children. That's not happening. You can lie on me. You can try to hurt me. Even though I'm unhurtable. But you're not going to hurt these children break these children' heart. Because I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to deal with you. And so... For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it. Cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. Now let me tell you something, what I was going to say earlier. I said that husbands are not and fathers are not the biggest problem in, in most homes. It is the wife and the mother. Now let me tell you something about a saved husband. And yes, all men are different, but a man who's saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, he wants to have a good time and he wants you to have a good time. He wants you to, en- whatever he enjoys, he wants you to enjoy it. And if you got something you enjoy, he wants to enjoy it with you. I have nothing but God has blessed me with nothing but precious memories in raising my family, raising my children. And uh, the truth of the matter is, all of the fun stuff we did, the crazy popcorn, Chuck E. Cheese, everybody lying down watching a crazy movie, uh, stuff like that, eating certain foods that we enjoyed, I enjoyed it more, just as much as the children, if not more and I loved to see them enjoy it. My wife was, she's not a refrigerator calvinator, sexually speaking, but she's a refrigerator calvinator as far as having a good time with the family. Okay? And and I wanted her to enjoy it like everybody else. I enjoyed it, I was just right there with them. Right there with the children, enjoyed it just as much, looking forward to it just as much, and had fun with it just as much. As they did, if not more. But you, you know, there are people, you know, I don't have to explain this to you. They, they can't be happy about nothing. They can't enjoy anything. They're not excited about anything. They can't have fun. They can't even laugh about stuff that's funny. For a little while there, my son Daniel fourth was that way growing up. And then somehow, I guess around 13 or 14, he got with the program. He started laughing himself. I was concerned about him for a little while. Okay? But we, we I mean, just, I, I, I like to see people have fun. If I'm enjoying it, I want you to enjoy it. And if you got something that you enjoy, I want you to enjoy that too. You got a taste for something? You got a a special meal, and, and and let me hear it. This is what I would say. Let me hear what you got, uh, and I would put it all together in my mind, cause you know I'm a chef up in my mind now. I'm not a chef, but I'm a chef up here. I know what tastes good put together. No wonder there's so many male chefs. We know what what you what. Let me hear what you got. Let me hear the ingredients and how much it is. Uh okay, all right. Let's go get it let's go get it I think I like that for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall be one flesh verse 32 this is a great mystery but I speak concerning Christ and the church okay husbands choose to keep on loving your wife choose, and then she may be hard to love but that's you know you're hard to love from God's standpoint so you know keep it in perspective you choose to love her with God's love you pray and ask God to help you to love her and so forth after a while you won't have to do that but uh because God's love will captivate your heart to love your wife and love your family and uh, do that and be blessed. Now, let me just say if you don't do it, you're going to get in trouble with God. I tell wives, don't worry about it, okay? Now, if He's abusing you and hurting you, then you need to leave as fast as you can, but don't come back and don't call Him. And then when you get lonely and you want some penis, don't, 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 don't let, don't come back to him if he's uh, if he's an abuser like you say. Okay? You can't do that. And don't be playing games with the children back and forth and all of that. Now, so, uh, if he's that way, then you go ahead and leave and you stay gone forever. And don't go to your mama's house because he's going to come over there. Don't go to the pastor's house because he thinks you're already involved with him anyway. So don't, 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 don't take him, don't let him follow you around town. You go, you go to another state and you leave him altogether if that's what's happening. But now if that's not what is happening and you know it and you're, you're provoking him to do stuff and then trying to blame him and all of that foolishness, Then you need to humble yourself down and you need to repent and get your act together and obey God and obey your husband and submit to your husband and love your husband back and make it a sweet relationship situation. Okay? All right. Now let's pray for some other people. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ yes lord we pray for the millions of people who are hurting around the world comfort them as only you can another school shooting in russia and lord so many are dead comfort these families as only you can and lord especially regarding the coronavirus plague lord we pray for the family and friends We pray for the millions but we pray for a few by name. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Cruz Garcia, for the family and friends of Illinois resident William Koza, for the family and friends of Florida resident Raul Rodriguez, and Lord we pray for those who have sent in prayer requests. And Lord, we pray for the thousands who have sent in prayer requests as well. We pray for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material Our mental and physical blessings upon them all even tonight and uh, Lord uh, Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and uh, We pray Lord for these by name the same blessings upon them we pray for PK please help him to keep a short sin account with you and to not sin at all we pray for Pastor Rashebe thank you for the new baptisms great services and election results please save and comfort Treza's family and bless Benson with a job bless them to complete the Nazanda roofing and church structure save protect and provide for the orphans and widows send rain on africa as well we pray for nita please save and miraculously heal a six-year-old israeli boy named yankee uh... from fatal cancer and save and comfort his entire family please provide a permanent loving home for two dogs and lord we pray for crystal thank you for curing her and filling her with your holy spirit and breaking all her chains in life please help her find her path to healing and lord uh, we pray for the healing of others as well and lord we pray for the people who have gotten saved by the preaching of your holy gospel through this pulpit and ministry and uh, we pray that you'll help them to stand strong in the faith we pray for Lorenzo, Eurema, Sandra, uh, Arielina, Victoria, and others. And Lord, we pray for all of the people who are recommitted, who have recommitted to you through the preaching of your holy word, the whole counsel of God. We pray for Raina, Teresa, Rosalia, uh, Zomara, and Judy. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours in Jesus Christ's name. I do pray and for his sake Amen Now dear friend If you're with us tonight And you are not sure that if you were to die tonight you would go to heaven. Hear what Jesus Christ has to say to you. For Jesus Christ said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words in the history of the world to mankind. When he said one night, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Have you ever believed in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you ever believed that you are a sinner? That you have done evil and wrong in your life? For the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every last one of us. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. In other words the punishment for sin in our lives is death. Yes dear friend the reason why we die is because of our sinful nature and our sinful deeds and our sinful choices that's why all of us are headed for death now you are familiar with death you have family members who were living and then they died and you went to their funeral you saw them dead in the coffin you have heard about hundreds and thousands of others who have died Just today, 15 children died when a stranger walked into a school and killed them with a gun. You need to understand that God loves all of us, but God does not love sin. He does not like sin. He hates sin in our lives because it destroys us and you need to understand that if God because of of sin will cause you and allow you to die off of this earth because of the sin in you you need to understand that God will allow you to go to hell to burn forever And to suffer and be tormented forever for your sins if you don't believe in his Son, Jesus Christ, who said again, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible or any apostle in the Bible. He preached more on hell than he did about heaven. In one of his sermons he said and if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a very real place my dear friend. Hell is a place just like New York City is a place. Hell is a place like Shanghai, China is a place. Hell is a place like Paris, France is a place. Hell is a very real place. And no, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm stating the facts. I would be guilty of negligence if I, as a preacher if I did not tell you these things because Jesus Told us these things. And so I am told by God and Jesus to tell other people these things. He called me to do this. I would be guilty of malpractice as a preacher if I didn't do this. And I would be guilty of malpractice forever if I didn't do this. It is God's love, not mine, God's love working through me to do this. Now, hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. Again, Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Dear friend of mine, wherever you are in the world, whoever you are, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Believe in Jesus Christ in a real sense, not in a historical sense, even though he is a historical figure. He truly came to earth, born of a virgin, no help of a man, through the Virgin Mary. He lived a holy and clean life. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And then he voluntarily became the Lamb of God as John the Baptist when he saw him said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. He took on the sins of the entire world, your sins and mine. And he chose to allow himself to suffer, to bleed, to be humiliated before the world, to die. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. That is the good news. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will save your soul you did not hear Jesus Christ say join the church you did not hear Jesus Christ say the doors of the church are open the doors of the church have been open since the day he died was buried, and rose on the third day he didn't say get baptized to get saved he didn't say do some wonderful works for God in the church to get saved He didn't say you had to be in a church to get saved. He didn't say you had to receive the right hand of fellowship. He didn't say you had to speak in some unknown tongue. He didn't say you had to give thousands of dollars to the church to get saved. He didn't say you had to do thousands of good works to get saved you don't have enough money to pay for this salvation and you don't have enough time to work for it my dear friend you need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as he said to get saved call on his name for the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved I'm getting ready to pray the sinners prayer right now if you want to be saved tonight believe in your heart in Jesus Christ that he died for your sins he paid your sin debt was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God call on his name and ask him to save you It is as simple as that let's pray holy father God I realize and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight, repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul, and please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered bled and died on the cross to cover my sins was buried and rose on the third day Lord Jesus Christ please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins Help me to change. Help me to turn from my evil and wicked ways and follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Now dear friend of mine if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered he bled and he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God and you called upon his name in prayer as the Bible tells you to do to ask him to save you and you were sincere and you meant that in your heart then according to the Word of God my dear friend you are now saved from hell and saved to go to heaven when you die. Now to help you grow in the faith and to become a strong Christian disciple, read my book free of charge at gospellightsociety.com and that book will give you the next steps that you should take as a Christian it will not lead you wrong based upon the Bible and it gives you the steps in order as to what you ought to do if you got saved tonight please email us and let us know to the email that's on your platform or my personal email at dw3 at gospel light dot com and Uh, send us, let us know that you got saved and uh, uh, so that we can rejoice with you and uh, so that we can also send you some uh, materials, more materials to help you to grow free of charge and if you have a prayer request to send that in so that we can pray for you until you tell us stop we're here for you there are people working around the clock who are willing to receive your emails and uh, send you what you need to help you grow in the faith and we thank uh, the Lord for uh, them doing that making all of this possible and uh, so dear friend uh we're here for you to help you grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith now dear friends we're going to listen to some jewish music that celebrates the jewish holidays particularly rosh hashanah the creation of the world god bless you until next time pray without ceasing and lord willing we'll see you next time